Hooray! And hello? There we go. What up? Oh. <laughs> hooray, hello, and welcome, senpai and waifu alike to Hooray for Anime, a watch-along podcast where members of the show, such as myself, watch some of our favorite anime shows and, and movies and give you our take on them. If you've never seen the piece we're discussing, no big deal. Each episode, well, not this episode. Man, I should rewrite this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> normally we begin with a brief synopsis, but because this is a continuation of our previous episode, we will not be doing that. Um, so pretty much we're just going to dive right into discussing episodes five through nine of the Netflix series Violet Evergarden. Yeah. If you have not, uh, seen Violet Evergarden, <laughs> you should go watch it. Cause it's amazing. And if you want to know a brief synopsis of it, go back and watch episode one of the Violet Evergarden things. For hooray for anime oh, Chris. on your podcast service. <laughs> and then you can come back and listen to this thing. Not that that's confusing at all. Yeah. Anyways. No, we just already know what it's about. If you didn't watch Everybody. Violet Evergarden. At this point, you should probably know what it's about. about. Well, who are we, though? Uh, especially if you're halfway through. Do we need to interrupt uh, to inter- introduce ourselves? Interrupt ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here with us today, we have Josh Mobley. Hey. How's it going? We have Rebecca June Lane. Hello. We have Brian Barnett. Hey, what's going on? And James Clark. The one of few. <laughs> <laughs> Is your delay that bad? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's like when you're on the news and they're like, all right, John, how was it on the scene? He's like, oh, it's pretty good, Dan. <laughs> well, Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. All right. That was Let's really see funny. Okay. James Clark is joining us from the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm your outer space correspondent. Yes. So episode five of Violet Evergarden uh, focuses on a princess that is getting... Yeah. Well, hang yes, on. Yeah, don't don't jump in yet. Becky on. wasn't here last time. Oh, Becky. We don't yes. know oh, how God. she feels so far. How do you feel about this at this up to this point? I love it. I think it's fantastic. I'm super into it. It's very cinematic. Um, I don't know if I should talk now about what I think about visually the style and stuff like that. Um, sure, yeah. I mean, you weren't on the first one. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely, it's a, it's very cinematic. It's mostly static frames, which I find really interesting. There's not a lot of movement compared to some of the action ones we've been watching. Like, I think eight's a little bit of an outlier for that, but you're mostly talking about static frames and, um, Lots of close-ups of individual, like, motions. Like, lots of hand close-ups to express different emotions. Um, lots of blank frames, too, of just scenery that's behind her or to the left of her. And they use the rule of thirds really dramatically, which is when you don't want to put something in the middle of the frame, you want to put it to the edge of the frame. And they're yeah. constantly playing with that. Um, and all of that was... dream. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Having her in the far quadrant over there. Um you know, lots of space behind them a lot, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, I think that stood out to me a lot. Um, it's so hard to turn off my American feminist brain. It is just impossible. When I'm watching it, I'm kind of like a crazy person. I'll, like, yell at something and then tell myself to calm down, like, within five seconds. <laughs> well, wait, like, give us an example. Like, what do you mean? So just a few, like, there was a couple episodes in this like grouping actually the princess episode which was a commentary on itself so i get it but like in that one of the first things we learned in this episode is that violet's 14 years old 
Yeah. What? Yeah, I've actually, yeah. Well, you know what's weird about, about that whole thing is I've seen people debate about whether or not that's actually true. Because I don't because know. Because she doesn't know. Because she well, doesn't she no know. Idea. They were like yeah. estimating. Mm-hmm. And like, I've seen people say like, oh, she might be like slightly older or not. But it's it's kind of left a mystery. Like even her origin is left a mystery and stuff. So yeah. I don't know, like not nailing down like a specific age for her kind of makes her a little more like, uh, I think it adds to her whole like, you know, persona sort of. Sure. I'm just so curious as to why she has to be so young. Why can't she be like 17? You know, it, it, well, I think that adds to the like, like she was as brutal of a combatant as we've seen in episode eight. Right. Um, yeah. Which I've dubbed Throwback Thursday, and she, <laughs> like, she is just unstoppable. Like, takes yeah. down entire fleets of men. Um, and I think which was if you have awesome. somebody who's older in that position, it has it doesn't have as great of an effect. Like having her so young, she you it's easier to understand like that this is the only life that she knows or it's easier to believe rather sure this is the only life that she's known up to this point yeah and all of that works fine for me it's just when you enter in this like stockholm syndrome obsession love for this older captain um where she's just begging for orders and he loves her it gets a little strange like is it romantic love that he was feeling for her like or is it a parental love, which would make I more sense? I don't think so. And I will say that all of these questions will come. You'll find out in due time. You still have four episodes to go. So they and all these things you are like, I don't know how I feel about this. They they come up. So awesome. Just, you'll get there. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. So I will, I will say something before, like before we get further in. I think this was like maybe the most perfect batch of episodes ever. Because yeah. there's there's a moment in, I th- think it was the end of episode nine, where, like, they reflect back on people that she's oh, yeah. impacted. And it's literally all the episodes. Like, I watched them all just now. Like, I yeah. just finished, like, a half hour ago. And so it was, like, the I Brian watched Barnett all of method. these. All of these. St- <laughs> this time I scheduled it, though. <laughs> like, this time I was, like, I've got, I've got this, this amount of shows will take me two hours to do. I'm going to schedule two and a half hours before we record the show. So I'll have a half hour. Good boy. Time. Good boy. Uh, I wasn't about to have the thing that happened when, it, you know, when we did Batman Ninja or anything like that, where it was like we had to record like an hour late because Freaking of me. Because I'm terrible. Ninja. But, um, <laughs> but like there's, there's all of these individual stories. And I will say another thing in the previous episode that we recorded about the first four episodes of Violet Evergarden, I was like, okay, towards the end, like the one where, where, um, uh, Luculia writes the letter to her brother. Like that was the first one that got me. Mm-hmm. Like that was the that was the moment in the first four episodes where I was like, "Dang, like this is good." In every episode of this batch, I freaking cried. Oh, like, every even the every crappy one. observatory episode. <gasps> Listen, not a that fan. episode I is not episode. as bad not as fan. you made it out to be. Really? Dude, are you kidding me, dude? I that was amazing. I, I think it's the worst episode of the entire I, show. That might Let's, be my favorite really episode that of this, but a other little than bit. eight. Like, they... I'm shocked. It's the first time she... Like, she finds somebody that who is also an orphan. She connects with this human being. Yeah. She learns what it means to be lonely. Sure. Like, 
I don't understand and how he you gets can, a new lease on life. Or how to how to define I, that? I think it's he gets mainly a new just because I life. find the guy like really annoying. Yes. I don't know. Like really? he's just an he's an annoying like bratty. Yes. Kid. I wonder See, how different the dub he's... is than the sub. I was yeah, thinking about that. He's, he's edgy. He's that not might be why. At all. Yeah, because Becky, like... you're watching it in English also, right? Yeah, and he's a... so yeah, obnoxious. He's super annoying. <laughs> Dude, in the sub, he's just like this like sheepish guy. He's just a That's quiet guy. He, he doesn't say hardly no, anything. No, he comes off as an yeah. in yeah. the English dub. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. a total wow. dude. Wow. Like, because... we... Wow, I don't have parents. He is There's a total douche. There's a moment where he talks about, sorry, like, I, I know I come across as harsh. And when he said that, I was yes. like, this is like self, like, he's putting this on himself. He does not come across that way at all. Yeah. Oh, there's, God. Yeah, like, you should uh, go look. It's like, sympathetic. You should go watch that episode in English because he comes off as, like, a huge jerk until the end. Wow. Well, the first thing, the, like, the wow. first line of the episode is this case, though. He's like, you know, at first that job disgusted me, and because it confused me, it made me angry. And I'm like, whoa, male. That's anger. not what he says in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Well, it's not the same translation. No, no. He said. He no. says. Uh, it's close. He said. Well, he says. I haven't. He says. I've always. I've always hated this job, but I never understood why. Like this job always made me like I. I never see, liked it. Like what Becky's saying is like the way it's worded in English makes it sound like he hate he doesn't hate his job he hates, like, the job of the dolls. Yeah, like, he's yeah, talking about yeah. the dolls. Well, yeah, yeah, and that that comes across in the beginning. And I think that's what I like about the episode is like when it first starts out, he he is not a fan of any of them at all. Yeah. Um, but he sees like that mm -hmm. she's actually capable and she knows what she's doing and like understands that the dolls have a purpose. Um, other than just writing letters for people, like if they're if you're an excellent typist, you're an ex excellent typist. Yeah. Um, so like it, if anything, I the way what I took from it was like it puts that job in a different light, or or it yeah. it, it creates a different set of skills like that they can provide. Okay. To was that the fifth the episode? Person. That was the sixth. That's the, the sixth. sixth. Okay. What was the fifth one again? Fifth was the, the fifth princess. The fifth one is the one about oh, the princess. princess. Okay, yeah. we should go That's back. That's where we to, got to We should go back there because we didn't <laughs> yeah. really talk about her much. It's no, no. The the cool thing that I like is because in the last episode uh, that we watched for our previous for the previous episode of Hooray for Anime, uh, by the end of that one, you're like, is she gonna be okay? And then there's actually a time gap between that. <laughs> you laughing at me? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm vaping. <laughs> freaking hot boxing in here. Uh, so I just started up the sentence and then I just see billowing smoke just like coming out. Sorry. A chimney in the corner of the Skype screen. No, it's amazing. It's totally great. Uh, but like at the end of, of the last time, I was like, is she going to be okay? Like, is she actually going to be able to make this work? And then you can tell that like there's been a couple of months mm -hmm. or there's some period of time has passed between episode four and episode five. And like when she starts this one, it's like, and she does this one letter, like it shows her traveling for somebody and like she writes some letter for them and then they read it. And I was like, holy crap, like this is a really good letter. Yeah. Like, she's gotten really, really great at this. The first note I have for this episode, they were kind of like setting it up that it's like important for like the reconciliation of the, you know, world after the war. And I'm like, this job is way too important for Violet. What the hell? Why are we yeah. giving yeah, this Yeah, why did they give it to her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, and then you read her letter and it's like, oh, that's why. She's yeah. actually gotten amazing at this. Yeah, there's been yeah. like a bit of a time jump um, yeah. for some of the episodes. Yeah, and I, as I was going through this episode, it, it's, you know, this is the one where I was literally arguing with myself out loud where I'm like, 
why do we have to keep making stories about child brides? Like, I understand. And, like, she, I get it. Like, they talk about it. And the girl's like, is he too old? And then it's just, but it doesn't really, it's kind of like the Game of Thrones argument where it's like, I get that this is the world, but why do we have to keep making this world? You know, I get that this is history and this is how fantasy worlds usually are, but why do we have to keep doing it? Like, this girl, when she was, like, talking about being a crybaby and freaking out, I'm like, this is why 14-year-old girls shouldn't get married. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. this is so not okay. Um, she was just an actual baby. Yeah, she's just a child. But, like, <laughs> they talk about it during it, and I get it in the politics of all of it. I yeah. just... The way it's tied in, though, to kind of like a similar age gap between Violet and the Major is kind of the weird thing to me. So I couldn't really relax in that episode. But by the end, my last note was um, when when the guy was proposing, I was like, no, no. say yes, say yes, say yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I would exactly. do it. <laughs> I was like, this guy is great. Like, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the way that she solved that problem by having them write their own letters and like guiding them through that, like it was just, it was awesome. Like she's so, she's so insightful. And I love that moment where like they're reading out the note from him and Violet's just, there's like this flash of recognition. And I was like, what is that about? Like, and then you, of course you find out that it was, that it was, um, uh, not Kalika. What's her name? Tits McGee. Tits McGee. Uh, Catalea. Catalea. Yeah. Yeah. You find out it was her, and it's like, oh, that's like, it's really interesting that you can pick up on that from the writing. Like, that's, it's cool. I mean, you totally can. Like, when people have distinctive writing styles, you, you can tell when you're reading something if it's by them, but Becky, it's just like an feel, interesting idea. How do you feel about Catalea? <laughs> Me? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that at all. Yeah. yeah Becky, Becky how, do you feel about, how do you feel about her? God, I feel like I'm just doing like girly things right now, but yes. Um... No, we're trying to catch up because, like, <laughs> yeah. we talked yeah, you about a lot here. of this stuff and, last time. And that was time. a big, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a big conversation with there's no reason for her boobs to look like that it's like so almost fine like it's the under boob part that just doesn't make you sense mean like scientifically fine? like if you just like they can be that big and they can have that cleavage but just the part where it like goes under the breast and like pops out i'm like that's not even you can't walk around like that that's just not even technically possible I just, what if I told you she didn't have nipples? <laughs> then would you believe? <laughs> it's, just, it's just like it's so close Here's the thing. to being okay. It's just like like raise the undershirt just a little bit. Becky, this is this is actually incredibly insensitive because she was actually a war victim and she had a double mastectomy and the, it's all it's all fake. Oh, so, there you go. Sorry, no, don't just mean kidding. To. I have no idea. That would be that's hilarious only if in they the turned manga. it around and she was actually like a like a crazy amputee like uh, like Violet as well. There you go. No, I mean, it's, you Big know. Big metal boobs. The... Right. Yeah. The... It's okay. She can type with them. The She's sh- very fast. <laughs> the show in general gets an A. It's fine. But, like, it's just, it's, they have to throw that in somewhere. There has to be. At least it's only that yes, character. Yeah, I agree. Like, you don't see that constantly. Right. Yeah. Good. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And she's a respectable woman. Yes. It's not like she's like, oh, I'm a harlot you know <laughs> use that word oh, harlot <laughs> oh beast in the harlot thanks great great grandpa and the, that's a, by the way that's an amazing song Thank by you, a very sevenfold but anyway yes it is uh but the, the funny thing is is that she's actually i think probably the best person on the show like as a person like she's very She's Con- the most put together person. She's the most considerate <laughs> person. Like she cares. Like there's a moment what? when, like later on, when we find out, like when when Violet finds out what's going on with the major, 
where Catalea actually like storms in to the lieutenant colonel's office and is like, why did you do this? Like, she's like very angry on Violet's behalf. And I was like, this is, she's like a, she's a genuinely like really great person. And, uh, she's clearly more so, mature than the other girls. Um, yes. I, by age, I think at least. Um, but we don't know a ton about her yet. I remember Josh, when I first brought up the, the unnecessariness, you're like, oh, well, you'll learn more about her. I haven't learned enough about her yet to justify that. But and I meant, I, I meant more like you learn about how, like who she is sort of not really like her past, but, mm. um, the type of a person she is. Yeah. Oh, I will say, since this was in the first batch of four, I really liked Iris. Um, oh, yeah. Iris. I, I the liked, one who went home for her birthday? Yeah. yeah. I, liked, yeah. I liked that episode a lot. I liked and, her whole arc. And I love her she, outfit. Her faux bravado. Did you, like. Becky, did you catch the, like, uh, the uh, Chekhov's heel that happened in the first four episodes? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised because I didn't notice till the second time I watched it. Then I then I was like, Wait, oh what is God. this? Remember in the first episode, like Iris is walking and she almost trips, and then she's like, Ugh, like I'm not used to these shoes. And then like oh, three yeah. episodes later, she falls down the stairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, by the way, Josh, you got mad at me in the last episode for not realizing that they made a comment about uh, Benedict's shoes. They did that in this batch of episodes. Oh, you did jerk. they? Yeah. Yes. Right. At the end of nine, I think. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and I was like, he just raked me over the coals for not paying attention to that comment. <laughs> it literally didn't even happen until this time. Anyway. Well, they all kind of blended together, dude. Like all these episodes. That's why I have it's to fine. ask. Like, I just what wasn't going to hold that, that again? over myself <laughs> like, oh, anymore. Yeah. So the cool thing about episode five is it ends on this really positive note. Violet does a really unexpectedly phenomenal job you're like hey yeah maybe she can do this maybe she can move on and then she comes back home gets off the train and gets like like harassed by these dudes and i have questions for you guys about that so this war that happened it's is it kind of like a civil war like so were those enemies they actually explain it in episode eight was that when they show the map the map didn't give a lot. They okay. they may have done that earlier well, than eight. I think but I they, know that they definitely it. explained it in this batch. It I was the war they... between the north and the south. Yeah, that sounds like, like, a, civil like war. Different, a northern <laughs> a northern country and a southern country. Yeah, that share borders it's... and they're like, yeah, yeah. But the people like... are walking around together and being like, hey, you almost killed me last year. Was that what those guys were? They were from the other side. I think so. Yeah, because because remember she travels all over the place to write letters for people. Right. So I feel like yeah, those she were... also goes to the north, the northern yeah. country. Yeah, it seems like not a lot of time has passed from like such a violent no. war for everyone to be just like. Well, no, chilling. and that's yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of the reason I, that her job is in such a high demand. I think they explained that like the battle she was in was like the Gettysburg, basically, of that war. The battle like, of intense. The... It keeps yeah. Saying... <laughs> yeah. It's a good yeah, ass name. name. It was basically the. Uh, <laughs> It was basically like the turning point that ended the war. Like, yeah, uh, it won the war for yeah. their side, and so yeah. yeah. Well, that was like um, they, a but, I mean, they, super they hard explain, ending for that episode. They explain why the war started later, kind of like offhand. Um, but there is a like there are reasons why, but it's not like a central core thing of the show. It's just kind of a thing that like happened basically. Well, she mentioned during episode four about how there was a region with like rich in resources and that was one of the first places that was attacked so 
sounds like just like a regular old war war yeah yeah, it's like it's like economic disputes and stuff like that basically is what starts it yeah i think one of the other things about her and one of the reasons uh i i definitely didn't get the sense that the fact that she was at the the battle at intense was why they hated her i think she had a reputation before then because like that whole that whole massacre that she was a part of like when she initiated when she initiated, well, I don't, I, I don't, so, I don't yeah. remember the name, but it was like when, when the major like called the strike and she like leapt out of, of yeah. you know, of the bushes and like just shredded through all those guys and started a fire and like a whole eruption of craziness. So that was a I different feel like, battle. Yeah, that was Cabri. I remember because like, it sounded like Caprica. Yeah, I feel like the she battle kind of that, developed a reputation for being vicious and that sort yeah. of thing. They actually. Oh wait, there's four episodes. I don't want to say anything. So anything else on episode five, the princess and whatnot? No, I mean, um, I thought it was great. The, the only, what I think is interesting about that episode at the very end is when, I don't know his name, so I'll call him Rotato Chip, shows up <laughs> and says, what I didn't get was, she says, he says uh, she killed his comrades. What's that? Right. Like, he killed his, so he was on the other side. Well, that's what I didn't get because his brother was the major, right? No, that was just some yeah, not the dude. same. That dude. was a different guy. Not the, the guy same with dude. the purple hair who's like, you write letters that bring people together, whatever. Yeah, that's his brother. Oh. That's the major's brother. What? But that wasn't yeah. the yeah, guy who I... harassed her at the end of episode five. I thought that that was that was a different person. I just yeah, thought that was a guy. random bunch of dudes that just found her. Okay, I was in the middle of taking notes when it happened, yeah. and I glanced up and I was like, "Isn't that the same?" Guy? No, yeah, not it's the same the guy. When she gets off the boat and he's all like, "Like, so you're writing letters now?" That's the brother. What? That, well, yeah, is you're it? talking about later. Oh. You're talking yeah, about two later different things. Two different things. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. this boat thing. It's a it's a passing thing. It only takes like a couple of seconds, but she basically she steps off the boat and there are some guys like dressed in like more kind of drab clothing, and one of them's he recognizes her from the war, um, and then he's like you the you a murderer you're a monster and you use those same hands to write letters to keep people together, like that sort of thing. That wasn't Gilbert's brother, because she goes and sees him later at his office or whatever. That's yeah, when no, that was up. him. At the yeah, what? you're thinking of the same guy. Like he says that when she gets off the boat, and then it like the episode ends. That's that's the brother. Yeah, is that, it? How does that yes. make sense then? Why did she kill his comrades? I thought it was just a random she group didn't. of dudes. She didn't. I think maybe we're talking about two different conversations. Yeah, well, like regardless. Uh, let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, because this is too confusing. Um, so episode six, like we talked about, that that's with uh, Leon. Um, the freaking best and dude. To transcribe this thing. Not I English. love how in the beginning of this episode, um, you have all these other dolls that are there at the observatory, and they like recognize her work. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you're Violet Evergarden. You're amazing. Uh, you help the preacher. Yeah, and her like besties from like school, like writing school, were there, and Laculia, yeah. which I, I love yeah, that name, right. Laculia. Yo, Laculia. 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 <laughs> Number one homie. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, the, just the whole premise of that episode was kind of like oh, these obnoxious little schoolboys who are all trying to score on these like girls who are in town. For so they didn't present it that way, which was fine. But in my head, I was like, Ugh. I, um, I I thought that his roommate who was all like, oh man, like Zimmy's cute girl. I thought he was charming. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was accurate. It was like how this yeah. would go down if it. And went he down. didn't do any. He didn't do any creepy sh- like the li- in the library like those other dudes. He was he was being legit. You know, he was like 
hey, we're like, working yeah. together, but do you want to go on like a picnic or something? <laughs> you know? I did really yeah. like their conversation when they were watching the stars. I thought it was really sad and special and um I like how I liked they the conversation with the guys in the library when yeah. they were trying to like pick her up. Yeah. And she's like just flat out like, I'm also an orphan. I don't know my parents' faces. Like it just gets so intense. Like her, her honesty can come off as really badass, which was a cool yeah. thing of her character. Um, yeah, I, there was also a moment where they were like, "Oh, my face is just like that," and she's like, "My face is just like that too." And they're like, "Resting face friends." Like, <laughs> that's their connection. Is uh, that what she sounds like in the show? No. <laughs> no, I don't We're think so. Resting <laughs> face friends. No, that's just how I sound so, like Brian. I would not. Hey I would not have watched the show if that was the way she talked. I'm doing this job so I can find out what love means. No, if she was like, if she was like super exaggerated, like, oh my god. I'm taking offense to this right now, by the way. No, Becky. (laughs) Um, You affected a voice when you did that, so that's why I was wondering. (laughs) My favorite moment in this episode is when they sit uh, on the top of the observatory, Mm -hmm. and he puts a blanket over her, and there's one point where she's got a hood over her head, and she just looks like a little potato. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um i was like oh was like, i'm not cold he's like all right whatever god yeah whatever in that <laughs> same moment he's trying to teach her what lonely means and i had a thought i wonder if the word for lonely has a slightly different connotation in japanese um because mm. the way he was describing it um about your heart feeling heavy and thinking about them all the time it seemed more like missing someone or or lamenting someone's loss rather than feeling lonely and i was curious if that word was actually lonely or if it was something else or if the concept is just a little different. I understand the translation I mean, is lonely, but I wonder if that yeah, word yeah. in that culture has a slightly different meaning. A different meaning? Ah, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't actually even think about that. So, I like that take on it, though. Yeah. You got to think that happens a lot for those kinds of more abstract words, right? There's just a slightly yeah. different feel to it. Which is interesting because I totally like I was like, oh, yeah, like that's exactly what loneliness feels like. You feel like you feel the absence of that person that you care about. But if I have my dog, then I'm not lonely. I'm just sad, but I'm not lonely because I have my my or a friend. You know, you can you can replace you can create a sense of, of not being alone while still having a heavy heart and missing someone. You know what I'm saying? I but it also depends on like it's so if weird that... because I definitely don't feel that way. That's weird. Interesting. So maybe yeah, I mean, we have yeah, different definitions of definition. loneliness. True. Yeah. Because I've been in a, I've been in a crowded room before and felt lonely. Yes, exactly. Oh, that can, <laughs> it can happen. The crushing loneliness. Yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, episode six, we pretty much I don't know. We've talked about most of it. Yeah. In the beginning, at this point. Uh, at this point, if you don't mind, one last thought before we move on. One of the things that this actually reminded me of is. Um, Without, because at this point we hadn't seen any fighting really, right? Um, yeah. And so at this point, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Wow, this really reminds me of Trigun without all the fighting," um, because of the way that that when Vash goes from it's it's also about a character going from place to place and his adventures meeting all these different people and how they're impacted by him passing through their lives. Uh, and so this reminded me of like uh it's still like it's still like heart painful like watching these things happen to these people or like hear 
like her breaking down over like the realizations that are going to come very soon, you know, in the episodes we're going to talk about. But it just it was very interesting to to be reminded of like elements of this are definitely present in like Full Metal Alchemist or Trigun or different things like that. And and that is stuff that like really resonated with me. But then I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is an anime that's like so good and so moving and it doesn't have I mean, at this point, I was like, it doesn't have any fighting in it. Like, it doesn't, you know, it's, like, totally absent of, like, this. We've been watching Dragon Ball for a long time, and it's just constant fighting. And to watch something that has this sort of conflict, like, both internal and external, and, like, this sort of emotional stakes going on, but without any real fighting is, like, it's impressive to me. I mean, I'm glad glad you brought this up. Um, When... We were we finished ah, we finished watching it today, Jess and I, and we were talking about you know how it made me feel because obviously I cry at everything Aww. and um, you boys are so I've sweet. cried in like <laughs> every episode of the show, and I said it, it's been a I long time like especially I know and that's what I'm afraid of. Get but get ready. <laughs> when Brian and I started doing the platformers, I a lot of my focus really turned onto playing games and not watching as many things and if i were to watch something it would typically be like a netflix series of like that was a marvel series or a marvel movie or something like that um and then i got into dragon ball z which is like brian said not i mean there's some emotional moments but it's not you know, like, when vegeta's not dying and he's talking it. about what what frieza did to their home world and stuff it's yeah, like yeah it's what, like yeah, emotional like, but it's terrible but those are very infrequent like there's that and there's the moment he has like, with trunks and then there's like that's basically it this show, it's been a long time since I've had, like, I when I was in choir, I used to sing pieces of music that I'd be in the middle of singing it, and li- I would literally just start breaking Oh, down. my goodness. Like, this show happens to me has, too. it's, like, given me this revitalization of an emotion that, uh, a type of emotion that I, like, forgot how to feel in a long time. You're just like Violet. Um, Dude, Violet <laughs> is doing the same of. thing for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I haven't been exposed to it, and it's been, you know, I go to work, I come home, I do whatever, blah, blah, and that's it. And it's, like, it's been almost refreshing being able to watch something that moves me to this level. Um, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not looking forward to it being over because I'm, like, oh, what's the next sad thing I'm going to watch? Which, like, sounds <laughs> kind of terrible, but it's almost like a stress relief in a sense. Yeah, cathartic. Um, I haven't got to the relief part. I'm just emotionally exhausted right now. I'm not even oh my exhausted. God. I'm just like, you guys. Like, episode, well, episode here's 9 the, ends. I'm going to space it out because I watched episodes 5 through 9 today. Like, I'm just. Oh, no. I'm watching all of it at once. Are you um, really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Jess, bring, Jess was mad that we stopped. Bring boxes of tissue. Because, like, episode 10 is what everyone considers, like, peak. The pinnacle of the show. Oh my god. Like, everyone's like, it is the, it's, I don't want to hype, like, overhype it, but everyone's like, it's the yeah. best episode of the entire show, and I think it's the one that caught me the most off guard. Like, yeah. And made me really sad. Because <laughs> 8 and 9 are, like, brutal. 8 and, but what's eight and 9 are about- pretty, are pretty, they're, they're pretty, you know, heavy. But, like, the, from here on out, there is no lightheartedness at all it's all gonna be gut checks oh yeah Uh, the way that episode nine ends and i don't want to get completely into that episode but it's amazing how when that ends you could tell me that that's the end of the series and i would believe you right same thing yeah yeah i thought i thought the exact same thing and then it was like episode 10 and i was like no not yet yeah 
Like, like, so everybody, the fact that everybody's hyping this up, I'm like, what could it possibly be about? Well, I think it's funny because uh, they es- they've established a formula that could really go on for seasons and seasons. It's curious that they kept it so short because by, by episode seven, you've really created this formula, this kind of episodic formula of Violet travels yeah. and helps some person who's having a problem with their emotions like express w- themselves and you it's almost you could do that a thousand times i will say they are releasing it's almost like another, super releasing super a 14th episode that takes place in the middle of the series mm. um it's supposed okay. to come out like sometime it was supposed to come out this year but i have not heard anything so it might not come out till like next year is this based yeah. on a manga or anything is there any- it is yeah okay. it, it was the first manga to win these like three awards apparently like all altogether i don't know i'll look it up but i remember reading about like it was it was it had some achievement some historic yeah that no other manga had gotten before interesting do we want to move on to episode seven yes i would love so episode seven is the one where she goes and hangs out with the writer yes right oh man this man lives in my dream home (laughs) even if he keeps it like a pigsty i know dude i want to live in that house yeah oh it's beautiful He's very like on Walden Pond here, like doing his own he thing. Is. Um, yeah. I thought the f- the beginning. I wrote the note. Now I kind of forget. Was it his other play? This actually made me LOL because the the actors in the play were like super dramatic, and uh, you know she repeats, oh, yeah. she repeats the line later. But I like laughed. It was like I must suffer the consequences of my oh, yeah. sins. I've I've. I've I've committed for the rest of my life. Oh my God. Me and Nicole <laughs> laughed so hard at that. And now that's one of the things we say sometimes. If we mess up, like I must live the sins I've committed for the rest of my life. It wasn't that dramatic. Like it was dramatic, but yes, it was it like was. appropriately like, like, uh, no. like Shakespearean dramatic it's in Japanese. super dramatic. The emphasis was on the It was really salami. good in Japanese. It's like comically, yeah. comically dramatic. Yeah. Watch it in English. Cause it's, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> was it like but Avatar: it's... The Last Airbender when they have the place to where they're just kind of reenacting Aang's adventure? Might be like the beach episode or something, which is really bad acting. Just to cover it all. <laughs> Never seen it. Every anime's oh. got a beach episode. I Except did this one. I did remark on this one like for the first time that I like that again with this format that they established the POV swap for the VO. I think is yeah. really cool. You then I like it a lot. Get into the head of this person who's observing Violet and kind of being. Who was this girl who just came into my life? Um, and, and I like that kind of device that they use. Um, but the uh, next note I have is the I'm burning, I'm not burning sequence was really yeah. intense. And yes. uh, the editing, which you had mentioned to me, Josh, before, um, with all, all of her memories of, of the wartime stuff is very, very well done. Are we going to oh, say yeah. Does all that happen in episode seven? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's like the same. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, because it comes up and then she doesn't like really confront it until eight. episode eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I kind of skipped ahead here till the end part of the episode. We can talk more about the writer and her. Um, no, that's fine. And her encounter with him and the uh, daughter, which I liked seeing a father daughter story. I thought that was yeah. sweet. I did. It, oh, I did find uh, the awards that the the book won. Oh yeah, so one of those. It it was. Uh, it won, it won the grand prize in the fifth Kyoto Animation Awards novel category in 2014. The first ever work to win a grand prize in the categories of novel, scenario, and manga. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I think it's fitting. 
<laughs> I mean, it's great. It's yeah. really I mean, great. The this whole writer episode, by the end of it, I was. It's amazing how the show is capable of like introducing a character, and within, and I, th- I felt this way about the princess within one like as well. minutes. <laughs> within Sometimes. minutes, yeah. I am I am sobbing over this human being's like struggles and life. Yeah. Like I don't even know you. Yeah, and who not is only, this man? I forget his name. Yeah, Alcohol. Not, not will only do we the not. Writing process. It was Oscar <laughs> Webster. Yeah, because I was I was like they're obviously re- like uh, referencing like Oscar Wilde or something like that, and like some other. That's what I was thinking. Some other author, you know, whose yeah. whose life was like tragic and filled with drama. Yeah, stuff. his wife died, yeah. and then they show his daughter like emaciated from cancer. It's like goodness gracious, this poor man. I love that they never say how she got sick. But like you oh, see no, he it, he just and wasn't you know. feeding her. Yeah, because you don't well, really they didn't need even to say know. that she gets sick. James. You just see her, and it's just oh. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said he stopped feeding her. <laughs> oh my god! It's your fault, Cannon. dude. You got too caught up in your work. Um, <laughs> you but thought of a sandwich. Kids, how eat? can I write and feed? It's funny that you say that. Within a few minutes, you get connected to the characters because Violet goes through a similar experience in this episode, where she gets really invested in the character in his play to the point where yes. she kind of freaks out when there's a chance he might not finish it because she needs. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah, I I loved that. Yeah, I I thought that that was actually yeah, like you said, it was kind of adorable because it's it's like. Uh, that's probably the first time she's ever read like a piece of fiction yeah. ever. So oh, she doesn't maybe. really know well, she's like, expressing, feel, like, you know? Yeah. She's expressing like that level of innocence. Yeah. Of, and it's like, funny that it's like a something. play meant for children also. Mm-hmm. And, and because she's like so naive and like has not she's been part of the world immature, and stuff. She's yeah. like, yeah, it like, like really resonates yeah. with her and stuff. I thought, I thought that was all. That was great. Awesome. Also, I called the way that that story was going to end. And I, cause I was like, I was like, Oh, please, please. Or, or no, actually, no, I didn't think so. I thought it was going to be like a bird was going to fly her home. Or that's something. what I thought and too. That was, that, I was, I was like, Oh, please do that. Please do that. And then it was like this other thing. And I was like, well, that's also good. <laughs> uh, but like, Isn't I, that the I, umbrella? I was like, the parasol. Yeah, the umbrella the, thing. Yeah, yeah, walking so. across. Also, I love that they like kind of tease. There's like this level, like from arrested development, uh, where like she like you think oh she's gonna walk across the water how is that gonna work and right. then no Kinda. totally not a little bit <laughs> beefs it beefs it hardcore but it's great <laughs> but she's like I got three steps yeah and like you see her jump and it's like holy crap Violet you can jump like crazy are you Jesus <laughs> especially well, in mean, those but high the funny heels thing is, like, yeah. is like in the next yeah. episode you actually see her like jump across a river that guys are wading through like uh, she like jumps off of some guy's shoulder or something yeah, like and then goes. She's and, definitely physically capable. Yes, like it's ridiculous. I mean, you see her murder Imagine, a whole lot of people in the first episode. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. She's got those heavy arms. Imagine if she didn't. If she just took her arms off and then did the jump, <laughs> she'd probably clear the whole thing. She can't hold the. I think it'd be shorter, then, James, because oh, the momentum. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Haven't heard from James in forever. They like heavy arms. James, uh, she's got those heavy arms. These hands, catch these hands, these heavy uh, I think hands. my internet has finally caught up to the recording, so I'm back. Thank God. That's good. I missed you, sir. Me too. <laughs> so this episode ends really intensely, again, kind of like two episodes ago where everything seems fine, and then she gets off the boat or whatever, and Miss Evergarden, whoever that old lady is, is like, oh, he could. Who she hasn't seen since oh, episode yeah. one, when she was so mean to her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, and well, can... the major can rest in peace. And it's like, Skr- what? 
and then it's yeah. all like chaos so. but even before they do that like you can tell how how she's matured like the way that she responds she's like i'm so sorry for being so rude and stuff yeah like yeah and I, I was just like man that's great to see like some some sort of too bad all this them. is gonna come to a crashing halt exactly <laughs> in about yeah. two seconds yeah so like they should have told her right away what no do you think no. what so you think they should have hid it for from her forever no, I think she, she should have found out at some point that wasn't the way to find out. Unfortunately, in that situation, that's typically how people do find out those kinds exactly. of things. Exactly. That's the risk you take by not being honest at the beginning. But mm-hmm. I think if they told her, like, right when she wakes, right, right when she woke up, I think if she they had told herself. her when she was physically capable, she would have either killed herself or she would have started harming other people and just, like, totally but gone, like, Terminator. People, like, did other people know how tight she was with the Major? No. Like, they just assumed, Claudia oh, did. Man, she's going to go crazy. Well, I, I think, uh, uh, what's-his-face did? Claudia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Claudia definitely did. Which I don't know. Yeah, they, they comment well, when, on that stuff later. When Gilbert okay. goes up to him and he's like, listen, if something happens to me, make sure yeah. she's going to be okay. He's like, oh, like, why do you even care? She's supposed to be this killing machine tool thing. Like, you shouldn't have, if she dies out there, whatever. Or if she's out there and nobody picks her up, whatever. But instead, he's like, oh. Well, that's that's what his commanding officer said when he objected to her being taken into battle. But when he went to Claudia afterwards, or like before the Battle of Intense, and was like, hey, if I don't come back, like, take care of her, he kind of was like, okay. No, but you got to imagine he's like, I'll do it, but. I don't know. He, he seems sympathetic why to me. Wanna- yeah. No, I, I'm not saying he's not a sympathetic guy. I'm just saying, like, I think that's his tell of, oh, wow, you actually have feelings for this person. Not, I don't know. She's whatever. Maybe I'm reading too much. As someone who's watched it twice, well, you can't I, come I, in I with all know. this I know everything whatever. knowledge, Josh. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Oh, great and powerful Oz. Like, well, I'm about to say this, and I'm not even going to look at your little quadrant on the Skype right now, because at this point, I'm like, Major's totally alive. If I don't see a body... They're alive. I refuse to accept anybody's yeah, death. Yeah, I, I, I thought mean, about Star Wars. I don't think he's you that. Yes. <laughs> um, but the, this episode ended really dramatically too. There was like no like title at the end. It was just those open, like empty brackets, which was really mm-hmm. a graphic yeah. way to end. Um, anything else for seven before we jump into the eight? The meat. No, I think we need to get into Throwback Thursday right meow. So right meow, huh? Cool. Who is? <laughs> creepy green eye guy is that major's That's brother Gilbert's the major's brother, brother. Yeah. he's yeah. evil yes he was like pushing yeah. her head down being like oh she's just like an orphan and he literally says oh no and then the, the his like commanding officer is like just exploit the orphan girl as long as you can and then ditch her i'm like who are these people like no one's yeah. actually that horrible i mean i mean some people... definitely if recent events have taught yeah. us anything becky yeah. It's that there are horrible people out there in yes. the world. And they probably would do those kinds of things. Yes. Like, they, it just seems like a super over the top. Like, here, like, sure. take this girl. I don't care. My, <laughs> it my... reminded me of in Moulin Rouge when uh, they're doing the... Has anybody seen Of course. Now? Yes. Okay. For it sure. It has great um, songs. When they're doing the play, he's like, take your money. I don't need your whore anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the vibe I got during that scene. <laughs> I like that. The only thing that I yeah. can think of is that, like, people who are in charge of the army 
have to be ready to give the order to sacrifice the lives of as many people as possible to achieve their goal. And while I don't agree with that at all as a human being, like that's the kind of vibe that I got from it is like what's, what's going unsaid in this conversation is this dude would do the same thing for literally any of the other people. Like he would, he would send you into battle to die, to do this and not think twice about it. Yeah. But the brother was a little He's more stone cold. aggressive. He was like, I picked this thing up. He was like pushing her. Like it felt a yeah, little. Yeah. I bought her for you or something like that. It, like, didn't he originally like open a box and she was in that? Like, in no, the she, he had her locked in like the room and she was under a blanket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah, goes back to what I was. He's a piece of work. And, that, and that's who told her he's like you like killed my people now you're writing letters right and you guys were right. kind of confused about that I, when I was I, in yeah, bed I don't with think Heck. that's I don't think it's the same guy I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on that okay. one it is the same guy Brian I yeah I, let me I let me I disagree hold on let's hear James out let's hear James because I was I was in bandwidth say during all this yeah I was in bandwidth Heck when you guys were talking about that and I think he found her on his boat before she was on their side and I think she killed his people and he captured her. <gasps> And brought her back for the for the major. It's like why he was initially so yeah. like mean to her. I think that's what that was going makes on there. A lot more that, sense because she yeah. wasn't originally on the good guy James, side. James did well, that. Actually, I don't even happen. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. I. I yeah. Okay. I'm, that, it's hard because I don't want to. I don't want to go too ahead. You know. Y- yeah, you know, that's that, why I'm like, I promise you, it's him. Like I, <laughs> I've seen the show twice. It's. Him. I just watched it. There's Fair no enough. flashback like that that I saw. Not yet. No, it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. When? Yeah, she's doing crazy stuff on a little boat when she's yeah. still like in her. That when, totally. I guess happened. when she wasn't on the major side. When? Because they got you her guys, from the opposing army. That definitely did not happen up to. Brian, I nine. swear to God, we just watched the same episodes <laughs> in the same foreign language. It happened. I watched it. Um, <laughs> it didn't happen. I watched it. All right. Tell me whatever you, really you say. <laughs> so back to episode eight. I thought that the first nighttime like war scene before she kicks butt when they're kind of just uh, moving through the forest. The the music in that scene was badass, and the whole editing of that scene was fantastic. I will say the music overall oh, yeah. to me is either perfect or like way over the top depending on the scene like sometimes it's like Man, i love the soundtrack of this show I lo- yeah give me them strings i love the music itself but in certain moments and certain scenes i'm like because they they have a lot of scenes it- where it's quiet and i like that and then sometimes i feel like some of the choices just are a little <laughs> off um, i it seems i actually like agree it's with like- you that's like a thing i've noticed in like japanese anime and games and stuff is sometimes they don't know when to just let silence be silence yeah and they yeah. just play music really loudly really loud it's like, <laughs> yeah and you're like okay like i get it <laughs> yeah i get nine it nine times out of ten with this show when it does happen i'm sitting here going what it sounds like it almost sounds like it could be in harry potter but it's not <laughs> yeah like it's almost there it's weird and there was one mismatch i think it was episode nine where i felt like this is the wrong cue for this moment is when she was kind of having a breakdown in her room and it was kind of um, an uppity, kind of impatient tune. Like, you would see if she was traveling. I'm like, well, this is... Like a circus. Yeah, it's a, that's a little off. But in other moments, those cues, the same cues, are phenomenal. And I thought that nighttime war scene was fantastic. I will also say about episode eight, I did some research on the woman who created this and who was the script supervisor for the whole show. And she has done many military-style shows before and mangas before and she's actually won an award for um military style thing and she has like some military supervisors 
So I like when they're actually sieging the cathedral and stuff. They have, like, the artillery first, and they, it really seems like she put some thought into the military mechanics of it all, so it seemed more authentic, which I think is a cool little tidbit. Um, I think it's important. Yeah. Um, to, you know, just to show, like, how serious it actually was. It's not like she was just some rando killing machine out there. Yeah, like she, she wasn't was a mercenary. In. She was a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Random thing about the whole military thing. Did I remember to send you guys that Reddit post? Did I do that? You did not. All right, I'll I do actually it right thought now. about it, I'll do it right while now. I was watching episode eight. All right. Um, last episode, Josh brought up a Reddit post um, from somebody who was ex army or they were in uh, the Marines. Marine. And I think uh, he said something along the lines of like how this show was the most what was it most accurately like described how he felt after like coming out of the war. Interesting. Because he, he joined in. when he was like seventeen. And then when he got out, it was like, what, you know, what now? What do I do yeah. now? Hang wow. on, I, just, I just put it and in And he, the... too, picked up the typewriter. And he was burning. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they all? Um. Yeah. So I found it interesting. Did she not know the major's name until that moment where she's like, that's your name? Do you remember that moment where he says his name and she's like, oh, I didn't realize your name. No one else caught that? I don't think uh... she ever really thought about it. Honestly, it's just another level of like weirdness f- with the way they treat her. If he never even gave well, because her, because she his always name. called him Major. Yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's just she was that conditioned to just take orders that she was like, "Oh, you gave me a name and you have one too." Well, That's she weird. didn't understand. She didn't know how to talk, right? Until, because I think she was just like selective mute. But then, because she-, she understood people. But she was like, when he was like the Major, and then she points at herself and she goes, "The Major." Yeah. And he's so clear. Yeah. I I just uh, recently rewatched uh, Tarzan. Learning- She's learning how to communicate or something. Yeah. 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 Um, which just makes it is even more confusing, and I guess we'll figure it out as it goes on, like what her origins are. If she didn't even understand how to speak. How would you guys feel about like a and Josh? Josh is either gonna be fine with this or want to kill me. Like if they did a Violet Evergarden origin no. story of like how she, <laughs> no, it doesn't no. go into that. I didn't know if that's what ten. I don't think it's important no at all. What no. about Violet Evergarden Shaputin? Can we do that? All right, sure. <laughs> Violet Evergarden 2, even more violent. Baroda Garden. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rose I'm, Garden. I'm in. So I don't know. I feel to... like as much as I want more of this show, I feel like the fact that there's not that much makes it way more impactful. Okay. Yeah. Like, what it makes it more... They have yeah, to be exactly. like, yeah. They have to be like deliberate. I always bring up Breaking Bad whenever like this Breaking kind of conversation Bad. comes up, but like it is such a well thought out story in that like they knew exactly they knew the story they wanted to tell. They told it and they got out. Yeah. Like, and I think not. There aren't enough shows anymore that do that. Brits do it. Um. That's yeah, true. Brits do it very well. Yeah. Tell that to Doctor Who. Okay. Well, do- well. watch yourself. <laughs> there are exceptions to the rule you have a TARDIS behind you I don't know why you're throwing shade I love Doctor Who <laughs> um, yeah this episode was fantastic the the drama and the fighting we got to see some actual action this was the episode that kind of broke away from what I was talking about with just these static shots and small movements you actually got some anime style kind of Wah! action going yeah, on I feel so like much the blood. combat was always very like kinetic like it, yeah. it had like an energy yeah. It. it was at this point where yeah. I realized, like, this part of it reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist, and I really want, like, more of this. 
Like I want like I want to watch something by this by this animator that's like just mm-hmm. military. Apparently, I wasn't just typing. There's a series that she did about girls who uh, are in high school, but for like driving tanks. That's what? supposed to be great. Of course, it's a Ooh. high school. Like like actual gorillas. <laughs> and girls, everyone's gorillas. wearing a skirt. Girls. Oh, girls! <laughs> I thought you said gorillas. Gorillas in high school. Gorilla, high school <laughs> Okay, now I would watch I a show about, about a bunch that. of gorillas so learning that's to the, drive tanks. That's the sequel to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's yeah. Teenage Mutant Gorillas. Teenage tank driving high school gorillas. I'm in. All right. Oh my god. Yeah. Sounds dumb. My bad. And the end of this episode was very dramatic. He gets shot in the head, and then it's just like. Boom. Gets shot in the eye. In the eye. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then uh, she gets one shot. thing that Her I think is crucial. Off. Yes. Oh my god. And then the other one gets blown off by a grenade. Yeah, and then it just like f- slops out, like when she's in the hallway. Oh my god. Ugh. Yep. There's one thing we uh, we well two things really that I think we should definitely bring up when she first she goes to his house and sees like the the maid that works there or whatever and she yeah. oh it's you and she takes her out back and sees this grave yeah the shot of her the still shot of her face when she's looking at the grave <clears throat> for anybody excuse me for anybody right who's played uh, Doki Doki Literature Club and if you have not I like haven't. I go do it it's such, free. I got such hardcore flashbacks of that game, like just the face yeah. that she made in that that shot. It was terrifying. Um, but then another thing was just Monica. He just Monica. He's the reason that she knows how to write. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I want you to write me a report every day. Um, to develop your writing skills. Help yeah. Develop your writing skills. So like. So good. He was. Re- he I was, like that. Despite everything like that happened and all this stuff she had to do, he was really good to her. In, yeah. in he was a very ways. good mentor. Yeah. He, she got so lucky. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. It's. He was a good yeah, Anybody else would not have cared. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So eight was intense. Eight was like. Yeah. And then, super intense. Yeah. And then it goes right into nine. I'll say that. Like, the battle starts, they're in the middle of it, and then all of a sudden it just cuts into nine, and, like, Jess, I think, walked out or walked in or something, was like, oh, are we on a new episode? (laughs) Like, had no idea. I will say nine felt to me like they had a little bit more battle to get done, and then the rest felt like kind of a, like, filler recap thing to me. Really? Yeah. You think so? I I I don't know. I I felt like it was... I was getting a. I felt like I was treading water a little bit. I was like, I want, I want more information. Like, I want to see because she's been. I understand that she just realized, but I'm not sure what she learned. Like the revelation that he, they think he's dead, but he's not. We don't know if he's dead or not. It just felt yeah. like I wanted to keep going, and and I get that she has a breakdown, but I'm just not sure why. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too hope. Maybe I'm more hopeful than Violet Evergarden is. I was gonna say because well, but you also you have like Star Wars brain, like yeah. Josh said. Like <laughs> I, I am very much in the camp that like Homeboy is dead. Really? Yeah, he is so yes. dead. Yes. But what I couldn't stand about Episode Eight was when she's digging through the rubble in the castle. Like let her dig. Yeah. Just let her what? dig. Yeah. And find the body and let that be that. Like I want. I don't care if we see it. But like if she yeah. has the moment where she goes, oh god, it looks awful, and then walks right. away, like give me that, right, right, exactly. Something. What if there is but, no body? But I. But yeah. that's the thing. There There's is not no body. Like, and they're, they, then, they show, then they're done. They say when her. she's digging, they say like we didn't find 
We didn't find his body. But all bodies found for the don't day. disappear. Like it's either there or yeah, he's yeah. gone. Like exactly. There's only two options, and I, I like. There's gonna be some kind of remains. Like... He didn't freaking vaporize. Like he's there somewhere. <laughs> I like the way they shot it though. Um, when she was lifting the rocks, they shot it as if any one of those you could pull away and it could have been a yeah. reveal. It was. It yeah. Was, oh yeah, it was right. making me anxious. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's also this he's sound under every of rock. like her struggling with her hands to like lift these heavy rocks and stuff and like just the clanking. And I was just like, this is, this is so intense. Like she is doing everything she can to like keep it together. And whether it's from the weight of the rocks or just her emotional state, like you can tell that like in a way, like she's having trouble doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I didn't know if it was just, she was, she was terrified that she would actually find him or, that she was terrified that she wouldn't find him, and it didn't. It didn't really matter because it, it was just so heavy. And let me make this abundantly clear: if at some point Homeboy shows up, I'm gonna be crying the purest tears. <laughs> yes, I will but be. But until very that happy. happens, yes. he's very dead in my life. Yes, <laughs> I think I've dealt with this. Like and personally, if, and if I, and it, it's yes, funny that I've you're all going the... through the same emotional roller coaster that she is. Exactly. Yeah. I've dealt with the yeah. fact that he is dead. If he's not, oh, so much the better. And that, I've already grieved. Yeah. And that's I'm over it. and that's but the think, tough part, right? Not I knowing. I think that's the point of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Is that like it, that's the point that she's at. God, this show is so freaking good. Um but that's the point that she's at is yeah. like I need whatever whatever happens if he shows up, oh my god, my life's so much better. But if not, I have to learn to live with myself. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what she said. No, it is. Oh, I thought you were saying that. I was like, damn. <laughs> I need to know. Damn, dude. <laughs> how do I, I live with happens. myself if the major is dead? Becky, what were you trying to say? Back to work tomorrow. I kind of forget. After being on vacation. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I don't think I'm it was sorry. that important. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no. It's it's all good. I, I uh, One thing is that, like, I think once I get a better understanding of their relationship, then this thing will feel better. Because, you know... There is the Stockholm Syndrome thing where she's like, I need orders from him. I need him to give me orders. And I'm like, yeah, oh, girlfriend, like, you are so messed. Like There's four more episodes, <laughs> Becky. I know. It's like. That I is like the major theme of the next four episodes. Okay. All right. Okay. Because it's like yeah. she's worshiping and needing commands from this man who was kind of her, like, cat slave owner. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, all right, girl, come on, let's let's move on, or let's let's reframe this, or something. Um, the funny thing about that is that, like, I feel like we've seen all we need to see to get their relationship. Like, I feel like there, I don't feel like there's anything missing. Like, I feel like like we get it. Like, she's super unstable, and like the structure of the military is the only thing that gave her life purpose. And so she's holding on to that in a post-war world. But like, I feel like her. I feel like she more misunderstands their relationship than it was actually complicated. Sure. I mean, that's what I'm getting out of it. Maybe I'm alone mm -hmm. in this, but. No, I know that's legit. I guess, you know, she's struggling. The love thing is still kind of bouncing around in my head. And I don't know if that's something I just need yeah. to like, let go. The fact that this like, what? Probably not. 30 year old but... dude was in love with this 14 year old mutant killer slave. Like, and just let that go. <laughs> When you put it like mm -hmm. that. Or... <laughs> yeah, why, when you put you it like that, Becky, it sounds kind of weird. <laughs> okay, I never Don thought Nazi. of it that way. <laughs> what, if, what if I don't want to be a killer in the army? What if I don't want to be an astronaut? <laughs> <laughs>
But oh. regardless, I love it. I'm all in. I, I can't wait. And and I, I hear you. I'm excited that it has an end point. I like when things end. I like closure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> With the, the subject matter, it's like I just kind of came across as a little dark. I like it when things end. Like, <laughs> I like it when things are dark, I get, too. I just hope that there's... Yeah. I, I'm excited by what Josh is implying, that there is kind of explanation and all these things are being discussed. Like, even the things that I found distasteful, like the child bride and the princess, it was one of the things she brought up at the beginning of the episode. So I get that all the weird things are being talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all, I'm I, all like, what? It. I feel like I a lot are... of the things that you guys are bringing up are as like, I don't know how to feel about this thing and that thing. They are core themes of this show that will get addressed at least just understanding weird feelings <laughs> yeah like yeah like like what's their relationship like like you i feel like i had a pretty good understanding of what it was by the end like the whole like why is she so obsessed with getting orders and stuff like that is that in and of itself is like a core theme of the entire show that gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there are, there are answers to these questions. Yay. That's what I'm trying to say. I think what I'm excited about is that they're going to answer things that I'm not even thinking of, but when it comes out, I'm going to be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like all this stuff. I'm like, I don't care if I don't get answers to any of that. Like I, I feel like it, it's just, I, like I can, I can take it as what it is. And just accept yeah. it. Um, like one of the James, one of the things I had brought up earlier was mm-hmm. that um, episode nine. Like you could tell me that that's the end of the series, and I would believe you. That would be the worst. It would. It would be the worst because <laughs> I want it to keep existing. But like that yeah. is an end cap episode. Yeah, it, it yeah, really was. It, yeah, because they, they they explain like they they show these examples of like oh she has moved on like she is helping people like you do like and this was the question that they asked that I thought that I actually resonated with me is like do I have a right to keep on living with everything that I've done? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, man. That the hell me, have you done? It got me in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should talk yeah, about this Brian off air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll take that We'll do off off the call. Off the call. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that after we stop recording. I'll, I'll tell you that stuff. Off the record. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that whole idea is like, that's the thing that was resonant with me of like her struggle of, of like, coming to the realization that like yes she is super messed up and now she's she's kind of trying to come to terms with everything that she's done and how she's impacted people and and that sort of a thing and like that's and and i feel like by the end of it with her conversation with with claudia when he's like yeah you like you shouldn't forget and it's such a great message like the things that you've done you can't forget them like no one will ever forget the things that you did in the war but the things that you've done since then to help these people find love, to help these people find reconciliation with other people, to find these, to help these people find out who they are, that shouldn't be forgotten either. And I think that that's a good message for all of us. When she delivers the letters, like yeah. she goes through that process. That's like, yeah, you know, I think that was an important physical manifestation of that. Yeah, like seeing, like the, seeing the person one... be like, oh, it's a letter from dad. Yeah, and also... yeah I was going to mention that kid. <laughs> And also Sorry. getting the letter from the girls, I think, helped her understand that side of it as well. And how much yeah, that meant letter. to her. Her supportive yeah. friends. Iris and the it's, other one. 
It's funny how, like, after that episode, I'm like, man, I should go buy some, like, if I didn't have terrible handwriting, I would totally go out and buy, like, parchment yeah. paper and start writing letters to people. By the and way, some wax and a signet. Their weird, alpha, yeah. their weird alphabet, apparently, if, uh, and God, I hope whenever they finally release this show on, like, Blu-ray or whatever this happens, but in the Blu-ray release in Japan, uh, in the in the cover, or, like, in it, uh, is, like, a card that has the translations for, like, their alphabet. Oh, cool. Oh, So wow. you actually could write letters so you could in go this language. Through, yeah, and you could go through the show if you wanted and, like, translate all of the stuff. Ooh, I like that. Hell yeah. I like it a lot. I want this show to come out on Blu-ray because I want to buy it. Yeah. I want to own it. I want to give them but my But I want money. it with commentary tracks and stuff. I don't They'll own just put many... us over it. I don't <laughs> own that many us. anime... <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I'm sure they're gonna hit us up and ask us to come Cow- uh, do the commentary. Cowboy Bebop, like the one that I have, the Blu-ray has commentary tracks with the English like voice actors and stuff. Yes, oh, that's cool. Talking yeah, about working that I on have the show like and that. all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That'd be crazy if it was like double double dubs. Well, that's what I was thinking. How do they Japanese do that? Commentary over. It'd Japanese be hard to hear what people were saying. That's stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. All right, thanks. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think she's kind of like at least back to back to what, what's the show we're talking about? Violet Evergarden. Yeah, Violet Evergarden. But I think she's kind of going through uh, like uh, like the Winter Soldier. You know how Bucky's just feels uh, terrible for kind of being a brainwash indoctrinated shoot bag sorry <laughs> shoot heck bag there's a lot of editing that chris is gonna have to do in this and some of yes. it's his own fault <laughs> it totally is that's fine but yeah now uh, the the company she's working at is like her wakanda oh you know? my but god she, but she's like you know she's she's getting reformed and kind of learning what it's like to be herself and so now we're just waiting for the like, thanos oh. snap okay i have not seen infinity war so be careful everyone how? Okay, I won't mention any more other than that she is like double Winter Soldier though, because she's got two. I will tell arms. you. It's literally. I will out, tell you this, Becky. Becky. Come on. I know. I know. Stay away. Go no, to no, Redbox. No. Go to Redbox, rent it, but vape until up. Then, have a good time. Stay away from IGN's Twitter account and Facebook account. Okay. Because there's totally a spoiler on there, like in an image yeah. that I put up today. <gasps> I mean, the memes were so aggressive in that movie too. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I'm past the window. I gotta do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Do it, and then we'll there talk no about excuse. it. Are you Are you pounding Miller Lights there, James? Is that what I? Just no, said? this is the same one I've just been sipping at. It's really warm. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> I'm, I'm James. Nice to meet you. You know what? I really love. Uh, oh, lightly sipping light. yeah. hot beer. Hot, honestly, hot beer and that's speed f- running Sonic. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Nothing I like, like a warm beer time. for the tummy. That's the first time I've seen you drink something that isn't a Michelob Ultra in a long time. I'm all about that low carb Ultra. hot beer. Classy, very classy. <laughs> I microwaved this one. <laughs> yeah, my microwave is just ruined from the aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on that note, yeah. <laughs> hey, any final Everyone, thoughts? <laughs> any final thoughts? I love this show. I'm gonna say up. the same thing every time. I love this show I love so this show. much. It made I me love feel how it things, and you should go watch Why Is Violet Evergarden so good on YouTube. I yes. liked it in the first four episodes. This, the episodes that we watched for this he's episode, made it. me love this show. Oh my God, he said it. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, and, and how are these airing? Are you are we gonna mass release all this all three podcast episodes? 
No. So I will be editing episodes one and two this week. One will mm-hmm. go up this week. Two will go up next week. Then we'll record three next week, and two will go up next week, and then three will go up the following week. And then we'll be, we'll be on the next series. That's the a next well-oiled machine. Hopefully. <laughs> it's We're scheduled out till November? Something like point. that. Are we really? Like Holy that. crap. Although, yeah, when you do those Dragon Ball ones, I will not be on the show. <laughs> I understand. That's yeah. fine. I like the pick and choose aspect. I just don't have enough hot Miller Lite for these. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they made more. <laughs> this is there's a finite amount of Miller Lite that's hot in this world. <laughs> yeah. Steamed Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. You might be the only person in the entire world right now <laughs> drinking hot Miller Lite. <laughs> there's no way that's possible. What, what do you mean? Breed. There's only like you've, eight. You've never been people. to an Eagles game. Eagles. <laughs> Football's back. Never been to an Eagles game. That's <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, Anybody else? I got I, I got nothing. These episodes it. were so good. It's all good. They're so yeah, dang they're good. I love it as well. If you aren't watching um, it already, like what the heck are you doing listening to this? <laughs> it's so sad. I would feel so bad. Yeah, it's a reason to use your Netflix account. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, There's no other reason everything else is trash. <laughs> well, that's all we have for you on this episode of Hooray for Anime. If you have a show or movie you'd like for us to watch and discuss, then you can tweet at us at Hooray for Anime. Hooray. For your favorite anime content to be considered on an episode. <laughs> if you want to call one of us out personally, you may do Mercy. so. Thank you. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shrives93. You can find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh, and if you want to find Becky and I just talking a lot about Star Wars, you can go to a starwarspodcast.com or you can search for Long Time Ago Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, and other cool podcast services. Yes, you can. You can uh, oh, you can find. Oh, go for oh. it. Okay. All right. Uh, you can find me. <laughs> I am the one who remembered the order this time. <laughs> I thought I came after Josh. Um, uh, I'm at Rebecca June Lane. Sorry. <laughs> Nice. It's all good. Uh, you can find me at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X, on Twitter. Uh, and, oh, hold on. Stupid cat alarm went off. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to, um, a lot of times it is uh, Josh and Chris and myself talk about video games and other nerd culture, including other movies and things like that. Uh, check out the Platformers podcast. Uh, it goes live every Thursday. Uh, it's a weekly nerd culture podcast. It's really ridiculous if you just want to hear us like it's hanging out silly. having a good time being silly billies uh then check that out it's on itunes stitcher soundcloud google play all that sort of stuff um yeah nice that's it i'm <laughs> i'm james you can find me at james von Krok on most of pretty much all the internet but for the next few weeks you'll find me in azeroth because battle for <laughs> azeroth comes out in like less than 24 hours and i'm gone oh cool his beard uh, seriously Wait till you see how much how much longer his beard gets. Especially when I With don't go outside. Expansion. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me, stronger. I need to pre-order that like now. Yeah, yeah and then invite me out. to your guild. You also Very need soon. to pre-order Forsaken, which is in like two and a half. Weeks. Which I'm also gonna do. Woo! I just found out that I that I actually have some fun money to play with this month. So yeah, fun money. Holla. Yeah. Cool. Brian, I'm so excited for you to come to Philly. Yes, oh, it's happening soon. Yeah. Let's do a live show inside of Starbucks. All right, I'm down. <laughs> instead of any of our homes. No, 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 no. Inside of Starbucks. <laughs> we can do it. Well, next episode, we'll be watching the final episodes of Violet Evergarden. 
So go ahead, binge it, get your Kleenex, because that's why everybody keeps telling us to do. 10 through 13. This does not cover if it comes out the OVA, which I think is like episode 14. That's what it's called yes. or whatever. And I don't think, actually think it's out by the time we're recording this. So I doubt it. But thank you all for stopping by. Take care.